Hello. I am the Jester. I shall tell you a story of four young travelers released onto the world. What? Let's say they did not mean to. Please join us as we become and enter into the Reckoning. To another episode of The Reckoning. This one, however, is going to be slightly different. Some might say it's a makeup session, while others could say it's an alternate timeline happening in the same plane of existence. I'll leave that up to you. But I'm sitting here with Mr. Marshall, and as you know, if you've listened to the previous sessions, he went off on his own with the letter that Demetrius found, went down into the basement after gathering up and collecting some of the books he went ahead and looked through the bookcase and then he went down into the basement now of course the basement wasn't hidden from him as he knew where it was they've been there multiple times and as he goes down there it's kind of dark and dreary lit by what appears to be candlelight and a flickering flame as it dances across the wall however there is no obvious light source there are no candles lying around there's just flame flickering on the walls. It doesn't appear to have too much in there. A few bookcases here and there that appear to be empty. Uh, what appear to be some trophy cases lying kind of in the back corner. And one singular board hanging from the wall. Now, of course, as he walks up to this board, this board is full of bounties. There are about eight bounties in total on this board as of right now. He goes ahead and he collects all the bounties, which you'll learn about later. However, there is one bounty that sticks out in particular. That is the bounty of Breeze, a good monk friend, the Erganossa. Now, of course, this sticks out to him because why would Breeze have a bounty? So he ensures to collect all the bounties and keeps Breeze's bounty in a different pocket. And he decides to go breeze as he reads the bounty it says breeze monk last known location the old monastery and well of course he decides that's where he shall go so as he begins his travel he walks past well how do you say what appears to be some sort of combat scene where you remember correctly this is where the party excluding himself fights slim armadillo slim now he walks by and it's not super obvious as to what happened although it does appear as though there's some sort of skirmish that went down and he moves on as he continues down towards the mountaintop he runs into his friend the other party members Dimitri what's his face's name that one, Nix, and Sinir, as well as their donkey friend, Kerrigan Barnia. Now, as this happens, he learns from them that they've decided to turn around and go down in the basement. He looks at them and, without saying it directly, calls them idiots. For why did they not go there to begin with? But... He tells them to turn around as we have a bounty on our friend Breeze. Now, as they all decide to turn around, he sends Nyx in a completely opposite direction because Nyx is an idiot and he was going to go there anyway. And then, after he sends Nyx away, he tells the rest of the party we're going to the old monastery. So, they travel up there. They get to the top and find Breeze and they interrogate Breeze where he has told them that Lucy put the bounty. After telling them that, the party decides to leave to go find Nyx, and Marshall is there alone with Breeze. So sit back, relax. You're up. You're supposed to say Asia, and then UK, and then China. Do you not know how Europe Conversation. works? Yeah, Europe's, you know, a continent or a country. You're supposed to, like, keep it going. Always waiting. I've had one person do that to me. It's hilarious. Yeah. 
was like, Europe. And they're like, China. And I was like, what? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. What did they all ask for each? So, if you remember correctly, they asked Breeze. They said, why do you have a bounty on your head? He said, because I decided I was stronger than Lucy. And I didn't want to be sucked into a time vortex with y'all. And then... After that, they had a few other conversations with him, not really amounting to much, before he says, well, if Nyx is at the good monastery, he's going to have a lot of fun. And then they rush off to go find Nyx. Yeah. And, um, that's really the reason why Nyx frees, if you really got the bounty, yes. he decides to be too strong. Yes. What have you been doing? Well, as you sure do know, this is the hall in which you are released as, what do you all call him, Staff Boy? Okay, Staff Boy. That's the name they gave. Staff Boy, as you all call him. This is the hall in which you all released him. Well, what you all don't know is that this hall is essentially a dimensional door, just like all the other orbs are. And whenever you enter it, you enter into the land in which they're trapped. You essentially enter into their prison. I.e., just another dimension created by the masters to hold very powerful beings. And whenever Staff Boy, as you'll like to say, let everyone out, he also went ahead and broke one of the dimensional doors well, therefore letting enemies come to and fro this world as they please what do you mean broke he broke the seal or the lock so basically it cannot be shut so it's just continuously being opened yes okay. and because of that they're released out into this world I don't know which door is broken I've checked all the known orbs and have yet to find one that is broken. Well, so in order to go understand and acquire y'all's bounties, I have to go in and find out who's missing. Granted. So that's where I've been. I come to and fro as I please, as I have the master's seal. I completely forgot what my questions were. Sorry, just give me a moment. I completely forgot my questions. Well, so, as you're contemplating and pondering on the information he's given you, he, be he begins to, I want to say pace back and forth, but he's walking in circles around the hole. Looking in as though he's concerned about something, but then again, he always looks like he's concerned. I mean, he's yeah. a monk after all. Yeah. Is everything okay? It's fine. You're walking around the circle. I mean, the hole. Correct. And looking down. Correct. You do have to remember this is a dimensional gate. Yes. I don't understand why you're walking around it. Why wouldn't I? I have nothing else to do. You're sitting here silently. Yes, I'm just trying to think of a couple questions I was going to ask. So you're the one who updates the last known locations on the bounty, so he pulls out one of them. Yes. How does that work? Do you just write it on a piece of paper and it magically appears, or do you think? I felt the bag. Yeah, bag. What do you mean magically appears? So, let's say we're talking about some darkness. Darkness guy. And he's last known location was, I don't know, 
graph. Okay. So how would you update that? I just have to go find him. Once I find him, I know his last known location. And I put it down. And I go and I put it on the board. Okay. So what was that looking in the hole? So as you look in the hole, there seems to be a faint glow as though one of the orbs is still down there. Mm-hmm. And Breeze walks by and he says, good luck, and pushes you into the hole. Yep. Now, of course, if you've listened to the other episode, the one, I believe it was episode two, then you would know that Breeze proceeds back down to the old monastery where the friends are, tells them the story about how he pushed Marshall into the hole, and tells them that the dragon is dead, and releases their next fight. However, that is not the story in which we will follow. We will follow our friend Marshall here, as he enters into the unknown, as he tries to break the reckoning. What? Breaks the reckoning? Okay, am I done falling? One moment while we take a disco break. Yes, yes, you, you, you complete your fall, you go in and and honestly, it feels like you're falling forever. However, it only lasts about eight seconds. And you... The ground gets closer and closer. Frustrated. Oh, die straight. I had no idea what you were speaking of. Did you throw it? Yeah. That wasn't it. I didn't think it was going to fly that far. Well, so as you continue to fall and fall and fall with about eight seconds later however that is not how it feels you see the ground get closer and closer and closer it's next to the beanbag and then the ground appears to open up you fall through you are in the sky you're falling fast Mm mm-hmm I use an action? Of course. I cast Wilson Cat for and I pull out another spell. I think it's Enhance Ability. Spell Dagonet. Yep, Enhance Ability. I'm casting that on myself. Your semi softened landing. Okay. And how far am I from the ground? The ground appears to be. What's the word? A faint shadow in the distance? Um, But you are definitely falling fast. Yes, I know. Okay. Yeah, why it seems to have broken all of our dice trays. Because he has this tendency and he just wants to stretch them backwards and it stretches out the pleather. This one's broken too. I think they're all messed up. This one's bothered. He doesn't get that one. No, this one is too. I've never seen him use that. That actually frustrates me. He seems to have broken all of our dice trays where they no longer sit flush. 16 plus 5 perception. I had a 16 at first. Oh, that's a 1. I thought that was the 16. I was like, what a strange. No, that's the. Strange look. That's a nat 1. Yeah, I figured that out. And this is a nat 20. No. Like borderlands dice. But 21? For what? What do I see? Um, there's definitely some mountains around you. 
in the distance, brother. You can. They're still faint, of course. Yeah. So I'm just gonna fall. And you can see what appear to be the tops of trees. Okay. As though you're falling into the. As if you're falling into a forest. Okay. And as you just continue to fall, because there's nothing else that you can really do, mm -hmm. you almost appear to speed up whenever you enter the tree line. Yeah, you speed up and... Remember, I'm, I constantly cast guidance on myself. Okay. I'm just saying. You, you continue to speed up and speed up and speed up until ultimately you hit the ground and for lack of better terms you land in like a superhero pose okay. just, it's just instinctual and you just land there and you look up and you look all cool and then you just fall over you're like oh that hurt yeah oh. seems to have knocked all the wind out of you but as far as you're aware you didn't really take any actual damage Yes. You just have the wind knocked out. So I'm just gonna roll perception. That's a six. Well, you're in a forest. Wait, I'm rolling my extra stuff. Give me a fourteen. I will. Thirteen, not. fourteen. I get plus five to perception, but I, I roll my d4 for my dive. Okay, so you're definitely in a forest. However, it doesn't appear to be a forest made of wood. The trees the trees almost give off a metallic glint as you look at them. And there is no wind, no rustling of leaves. Really, there's no leaves on the floor even. But it's not warm. Something. Are they blue? No. You know I'm thinking that reference. Oh, I know exactly what you're thinking. No, they are not blue. This is not Fortikian leather. Yes, I know. That's what I you think of mind. first, though. When you say that. There are no leaves on the floor. Really, nothing for that matter. But it's chilly, as though it were an autumn day. The sun appears to be going down or coming up. You really don't know. I'm going to look around again. Okay, I have a 19. 20, 23. I was wondering if you know how to do math. I do know how to do math. Well, so as you... Stretching... So as you look around once again, you notice there are a lot of what appear to be pathways leading almost into the trees. Okay. Um, as you look around, you notice some of the trees seem to be split perfectly down the middle as though struck by lightning, except there are no char marks, while others seem to still be intact. There's, of course, along with the pathways to the trees they're just dirt pathways like they've been walked along a lot there's appears to be a main road where you can hear a lot of foot traffic okay I guess I go down the main road okay so as you as you begin to walk down as you begin to walk towards the road you you begin to hear a lot of voices almost what appears to be laughing children okay. and you hear a lot of horses and carts as they go down along the path however as you get to the path there's nothing it's empty it doesn't actually look like it's been traveled for years okay what do I see down the road well one appears to go down towards a town you can just see a faint gate over in the distance. You assume it's a town, rather. Mm -hmm. And the other one just seems to 
wind off towards the mountain. Does it look familiar? Not at all. Okay. So I'm going to go to town first. Okay, so as you begin to walk towards the town, the foot traffic and voices and laughter and carts and just merry bands of people continue to get louder and louder and more more everywhere really mm -hmm. as though they're walking all around you and from what you can tell there's never a spot that you stand that they are where you are so as though they see you and are moving around you but you cannot see them mm -hmm. and as you, as you walk into the town the town is actually very well kept it's there are torches lit you know campfires off kind of in the tor courtyards all the houses seem to have lights on inside of them or rather you know more torches and candles lit the blinds of some of the houses are open while others are closed um, the shops appear to be open now it, it seems like a completely normal town but once again there's no one to be seen hmm. weird I'm going to go back the other way and see where that trail was leading up to the mountain, where that man takes me. Okay, so as you as you turn around, thinking this is not the strangest thing you've seen, but definitely up there. Yep. You turn around and you walk along the path in the other direction. You leave the area of the town, and as you're walking, you voices begin to get more and more distant the frequency or how often you'll hear a child's voice so I'm gonna be looking around is different there are you know an occasional cart here and there but really it's not nearly as bustling as it was before you know even close to the town or where you first came out of the forest yeah. and there are of course pathways to the right and the left that appear to go back to dirt pathways as they go off towards the trees and as you walk you begin you begin to kind of wind back and forth you know the roads obviously not straight you are traveling through a forest after all so the roads not straight and so you're taking your lefts and your rights and following the road and the road comes to a sudden T okay. at the T there's a sign Okay. One pointing left and one pointing right. What does the sign say? Well, what are your languages? I have comprehend. Ah, I have ritual. Wonderful. I do it every day. Oh, wonderful. Even better. Because all I have is common. Make sure you lose. Use no, magic spells. that's my fade touch. Oh, okay, comprehend your fade touch. Yep. Two. Two. So I do that as a daily Even ritual. Better. Well... As apparently you can read them, because I forgot you were fate touched. Uh -huh. They, the signs state yin and yang. Okay. Now I have to think back to that session. Let's go to yin. You wish to go to yin? Oh yeah, I roll a nat 20 for like just... Looking around while I know, I'm traveling. I know. So you begin, you, you turn towards the sign that points to Yin. Hoping that Yang didn't just come swap the sign so that everybody travels to him. You walk down towards Yin. And as, as you turn and you, you go about a mile or two down the pathway, by foot, of course, you're beginning to get tired. You notice the sun hasn't moved hmm. at all Weird. it's rather strange actually but as you walk down the pathway you go another few miles and you begin to really start slowing down but then you begin to hear laughter once again okay and joy children that appear to be running around and playing and yet you don't see any signs of a village anywhere around you uh, you don't necessarily see an open gale 
the only thing you're truly able to see is just an opening, a pathway that does not appear to lead directly to a tree. So, but of course, that isn't uncommon as there are other trees out in the forest. And they're going to continue, you know, you've had pathways like this before. But the trees stopped a while back. Mm -hmm. So you've left the forest. Yeah. Um, I'll roll perception to see. Look around. 21. Okay, so you've, you've left the forest, or rather you're coming towards the end of the forest, and this this pathway doesn't directly lead to a tree. It doesn't even directly lead into the forest. Once again, there's not really signs that anyone's alive outside of the road, of course, and it's surprisingly more upkept than the road you were on previously. Same road, you know, you just took a left instead of a right, you just came to the end of the road, really, and took a left to come to Yin. But, nothing really seems to have happened. It's strange. It's just a new road. The pathway appears to kind of wind a little bit, but as I said, you are leaving the forest, so you can you can kind of make your way out. And As you're looking down the pathway, there appears to be a house. Down the pathway. And of course, the main road continues. I'll go to the house. You're going to go down the pathway to the house. So as, as you begin to walk down the pathway, do you wish to use the pathway itself? Or walk around the house? Or I mean, walk like through the forest, off the pathway. Off the beaten path. I'll just walk through the walk on the road. Okay, so as as you're walking along the road, the children's laughter appears to become more and more prevalent. You begin to see and hear a lot more evidence of someone existing. Yeah. And you come up to the house and there's there is smoke coming out of the top of the chimney. And some what appear to be freshly watered grass okay. around the house. Not 20. Mm -hmm. Just looking around again, just seeing what I'm seeing, just more in depth. Again, it's just there's a house, there's smoke coming out from the chimney. Well, mom's going to go closer to the house. What do I see? Like, what do I make out of the house? Yeah. Do I see him by inside? It's it's a wooden cottage. The windows appear to have curtains and over them, you know, blocking so that people could not see into the house. It is very well upkept. Uh, it looks strangely familiar, and there it appears as though there's freshly toiled grass, as though someone were to have just planted some seeds. I'm guessing this is all silent. Or what I. That's what Marshall's suspecting. At the most. Okay. So he's gonna walk up to the door and just knock. You knock on the door. And there doesn't appear to be any answer. Okay. Then I'm just gonna turn around and leave then. Okay. Turn around and leave. Where are you going? Back to the main road. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna turn and go back to Yen, or continue, or continue to go to Yen, or turn and go back to Yen. I'll just keep going to Yen. Okay. So as you continue down the road to go to Yen. Oh, excuse me. You begin to hear more and more child laughter and you begin to see footsteps you know as though somebody's planting their feet and the dirt flies up and the 
tree there are some trees that have popped up that are not made of metal they appear to be real tree you know real life and give me a perception check So as you continue up the pathway, you begin to see what appears to be a golden light coming from a city. some disco music. I play it loud. No. The road appears to end at the city from what your perception can tell you. Well, we're just going to go towards the city. As you approach the city, you hit... It almost feels like... You know whenever you walk into a store whether that be a Walmart or an H-E-B, and they just have that rush of air blowing down to keep the AC in and the heat out, or the heat in, the cool out. Yeah. Like an equalizing vent. It almost appears as though you walked through one of those. Okay. Down this road. And, and it begins to warm up inside the town, or outside. The sun seems to have jumped across the sky. It's from what you can tell, it's either 9 o'clock or it's 2 o'clock. You're not 100% sure. Could even be 3. But, as you do not know which way is right, or which way is east and which way is west, or even really where the sun travels, you are unsure. Yeah. The children around seem to be existent you're you're beginning to see them yeah and you can smell you know the leaves you can smell the trees there's actual smell of nature you can smell what appears to be a bakery you know the nice fine cooking coming from the village you can hear and see the children playing and they see you and they stop. Okay. Do they say anything? Or just there? They just stop. Like defined stop. They just stop and look at you. As though something's wrong. You're not supposed to be there. You know, just like if any stranger were to walk into somebody's house and the children were playing there. They're gonna stop. So I'm just gonna look around. Nine plus four plus five. Yeah. So do I see anything? I mean, it's bustling life. The beautiful village. The stone wall. The street almost appears to be laid with gold. And the children playing in the grass, of course, have stopped and they're looking at you. The balls hit the floor, you know, everything... Everything kind of just freezes. Okay. The gates to the city are open, of course. I mean, it's middle of the day. Why would they be closed? Yeah. So I'm just going to keep walking. Okay. So as you walk into the city, the, the guards look at you, they acknowledge your existence, but they really don't give you a second glance. You know, they... They're not going to take up their time of day to figure out what you're doing there. They have people come and go as they please lot. Of course, this is a city, and you do not appear to be an open threat. Yeah. So as you walk into the city, of course, just like the last town, 
you have you know all the shops appear to be open there are people walking around there's smells and ranging from bakery and bread to well, I don't know how you say forging I don't know what smell that would be molten metal burning coals I mean it's a rustling bustling village it's or city rather what's it look like the streets are lined with gold the houses seem to be built out of either a dark oak or mahogany mixture you know not each house built of dark oak and mahogany one's built of dark oak the next mahogany it appears to be a very well laid out village the main road seems to lead to a central square with a nice beautiful fountain in the middle the shops you have one at each corner of this central square is the road you so know there's a crossroads there seen like a sign saying what the town name is there have been no signs at all of course if if you were to continue going straight forward down the road you see a nice beautiful staircase that leads up to what you could only call a castle yeah. much bigger and much nicer than the manner in which Dimitri called you from Obviously. the streets still seem to be laid with gold the water of the fountain appears to be silver or have a silver glint to it the city I mean it's it's truly something to behold. There are clouds in the sky. I'm going to look at the water. Okay. Perception or investigation? You tell me. Investigation. You're investigating the water. Not very well, with a 12. 13. Six plus six is twelve, my friend. My guidance? Yeah, you get you got a one on your guidance. Plus your five for perception. I got a six for investigation. Oh yeah. We're not doing perception. You you go up and I'm are you going to investigate the water and touch it, see how it feels? It's like, warm, yeah. cold. That's basically what I'm doing. So as you walk up to the water, and once again, there's just this beautiful silver glimmer on the water, you know, and it stands out compared to the golden fountain base and the golden streets that in, that surround it. There, of course, are coin and the water. The water is rather translucent. Um, as you as you reach for and you touch the water, it it runs cold. Not cold enough, you know, to freeze, but it's, you know, think if you were to get water out of your refrigerator, yeah. right? I mean, it's cold water. Um, from what you can tell, it shouldn't be unsafe to drink. Yeah, I'm not going to drink it. But, I mean, it's, it appears to just be water. Okay, so I'm going to look for, like, a library I guess would be the best way to put this okay find out some information about this like this town so I would assume like the places like the library would be like a good place to store stuff like that okay so you know you, you begin to walk around and look around for a library you ask a few people and no one seems to know what you speak of right you you've tried describing it in different ways but a library just from what you can find out from everybody there's really no such thing as a library you've you've tried to describe it as a place to keep records right city records you've tried yeah. to ask for city hall you know you're, you're just trying to ask anyone for any sort of information that you can get using the knowledge you know but this doesn't doesn't really seem to be there so give me another perception check, if you would. Nice. 25. Yep. So as you, as you're continuing to walk around, you know, you're, of course, you're looking at all the buildings, and I mean, there are herbalists and everything, you know, this is a very, very busy city, 
know, you've got jewelers, and everything seems to be going off very well, actually. That none of the shops you haven't really found a bad side of town. And as you're looking, you you start to notice the guards don't have souls or bows or spears. No javelin, no crossbow. So no weapon. They have a weapon. It's just. It's not a common weapon that you've ever seen before. It's not something you could define. What does it look like? It appears to have a long shaft to it. Um, some sort of handle, from what you can tell. Almost as though it were some sort of axe or halberd, except it's not a bladed edge. Um, it seems to be rather round. They're made, they're black. You can only assume they're made of some sort of metal. But they're strange. You know, it's, it's not a club, you don't think. But really, it's, it's not something you've ever seen. You don't have anything in this real world to define it. So there's no such thing as all that stuff, uh, or the library, and the guards have odd weapons. So I'm going to go to, actually, I'm going to go back to the forest where I started. Okay. Back to the T, or all the way back. I'm thinking right now. Um, well, actually, run over to like see what's on the other side of the gang. Right, quick, um, very quick. So we're gonna go back down towards the T and then follow the sign that says the gang. Yes. So as you begin to follow Yang's sign, you notice it travels. More in the direction of the mountain. And as you walk, the road, of course, gets worse and worse. Because why wouldn't it? It's Yang, of course. And the road gets worse and worse and worse as you walk along. So much so that the you don't know that you'd really define it as a road anymore. Well, it would be more like a cow trail? Sure. We can define it as that. There, all the trees in this area, or thus to the edge of the mountain, seem to be cracked down the middle, like the others, or like some of the ones you saw before. The temperature has gotten colder and colder as you've walked over here, in this direction, and the sound of bustling children the occasional cart really isn't there. Mm -hmm. The sun has appeared to just disappear on you. It doesn't You don't know whether it's gone up or it's gone down. It's just not there. It doesn't appear to be any moon or any significant source of light in the sky. However, you can still see as though there's a flickering flame. Mm -hmm. As you continue to walk, what is your passive perception? Or passive? 15. Do we have a passive investigation? Yeah, it's a 16. Oh, oh wonderful. So as you begin, as you continue to walk, you notice the further and further that you go, the amulet around your neck in which holds Connor just cracks. Yeah, cracks. So I'm noticing it. So you've noticed it, and at, at the point in which you're noticing it, it's about to fall in half. Mm. And there's a faint light coming from within, which of course, as you know, you've been in there, and it's essentially like a little home. Mm -hmm. And you continue to walk, and a big blinding light flashes, and the amulet around your neck just drops. So, 
damage will pass. So I'll, I'll bend down to look at it, like investigate it, and see. What is that? Ah. Whoa. Plus a six is an eighteen. Plus a three. Dirty twenty. Oh, twenty. I mean that's a two. So you you look at it and it it almost appears to be cracked the same way the trees are. Though it's been hit by some opposing force from the top, mm-hmm. and it just cracked straight down the middle. So I'm gonna pick it up and look at a better look at it, and also see if like the soul's in there still. So as as you pick it up, you know you're not dumb. You did create the amulet after all. You've got a pretty generalized idea that the big flash was the releasing of Connor, and. You don't necessarily see how it broke. It's just, it's just broken. So like a clean break or? Well, I mean, it's got a little jag to it, but it's not. But is it like jugged, like it was like ripped apart or like? Clean cut. So a clean cut. Yep. So a clean break. Okay. I just think to myself. Connor's out now. Where's Connor? I'm gonna go right there and I'm gonna get a deep Interesting. So, I'm just gonna, I guess, pocket it right now. Just continue down the road. Alright. Actually, I'm gonna look around to see if I can at least spot the soul or something. 11, 5, 16, 4, 20. Dirty 20 again. Yep. So it... There doesn't seem to be any specific telltale sign of Connor's soul is still just around somewhere. Or his consciousness, as it truly is. Yeah. Is around anywhere. Um... You continue down the path, and it just continues to get darker and and darker, so much so that it's it's not night, but it appears as though you're in a room with no lights. Mm-hmm. Um, you know your your amulet, of course, is broken and no longer you no longer feel that secure weight around your neck. The amulet's cold steel or metal against your neck. Or against your chest. And you begin to see just this faint outline of a village up ahead. Okay. I'm not going to go to this one because I already got a suspicion. I already know what it is. Okay. So I'm just going to go back to the key then go back to the my starting area. Okay. It's the best way to put this. Okay. Do you want to take a break right here? Yeah, we're we're actually about to get to a point in which we were going to come to a halt. For the session? Yeah. Okay. Because there, there's a lot of information. We could sit here and go through this for hours on end and really not run out. But I know that our party is going to try and come to find you eventually. Eventually? Or rather, they are on their way to find you, uh, as was stated in the end of the last session. Mm. The party has decided to turn, travel back up to the old monastery to try and retrieve you out of the hole, and which Breeze has pushed you in. So hopefully they'll figure it out and be able to get here, and this is actually, you'll this is great, you'll kind of be towards the entrance and you can you can meet up with them. Yeah, I was just going to go there, so... I'm going to go there and look around mm-hmm. again. And then we'll we'll start with you next time. We'll give you your chance to look around a little bit more. Uh, get my numbers on at least. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you look around now, but we'll give you a chance to look around a little bit more. What is that, a 16, 3, 19, 5, 24? So... 
you you look around and it's again the trees are metallic the sun's back up to that either it's rising right now or it's setting stage the temperatures return back to how do i put this back to a early autumn temperature it's easily 77 degrees outside would be its hottest you know yeah um it doesn't appear once again there are no leaves on the floor no wind no sort of breeze anywhere just the cold steel or the cold metal of the tree Back to your explanation. Sorry, it was, it was broken. I was counting out. I know. So there's there's really... So there's paths leading into trees? Yeah, the paths appear to be leading directly into the center of the tree. I walk into it. Or try, attempt to, at least. Well, of course, some of the trees split open. The others are still solid That's what I'm trees. Saying. I'm walking right into one start walking into some of them see what a happens a broken one or the solid ones first well nothing really happens you know it's you know knock on it it's solid metal solid steel iron I mean you don't really know you just know it's metal mm -hmm. and the cracked ones you know you can as you begin to start walking into them, there almost appears to be this pool on you, like an inward force trying to drag you in. Okay. And it's dark. I'm going to go in and see what happens. So as you go in, the force pulls you in, and it feels as though you're chained at your wrists and ankles. Okay. And the tree closes. I shall see you soon. Watch your step.